everyone. Welcome to another gorgeous episode of the Momos and the Appas, a podcast discussing the Avatar universe's folklore episode by episode. We are your hosts, Eric Lefebvre, Dr. Amber Jones, and Jessica Tercero. We're continuing our journey through Avatar The Last Airbender. We're at the end of book two, Earth. Oh my God, the end. Chapter 20, The Crossroads of Destiny. I'm so proud of us. Um, okay, anyways. Sorry for yelling. <laughs> no, yell. In this chapter, <laughs> the impenetrable city gets penetrated. Wow, wow, wow. Wow. Um, wow. So we're ending the this season, season two, with some sex off the top, as yes. we do. Um, but yeah, how how are we feeling? This is it. This is the the last episode of book two. Um, we're more than halfway through the entire Avatar. Uh, for me, yeah. Of the three Avatar, the last Airbender seasons, season two is the best for me, and mm. the and it's because of the finale, because of just how perfectly this Ooh. is done. And how just like elated, but also devastated you are in the end. Yeah. And it's it's all of the emotions, and it's it's still well done after we're watching it a million times. Yeah. Um, I just to start off. Obviously, we've had relatively conflicted feelings about Zuko. Yes. I think that this is the most conflicted just in terms of everything that happens in this episode with him. Mm-hmm. Right. We're, we're watching, we've spent so many, so many hours with this character going up and down, watching him grow and change and recognizing the, the falsehood of like his family and his honor and his relationships with his father and all this stuff. And, we're watching him change and we're watching him like really resonate with like being a good person. Telling Katara he's sorry for and like just letting her like yell at him, right? Like yeah. he's gone like we we start with like him and his uncle being perfectly in sync, you know, doing like, you know, which is so fucking cool to see. And then of course he stops running and then he gets like thrown in with Katara, but like Katara is just giving it to him like and he she's like and he's just like you're right i'm so sorry and she's like you don't real you don't understand like you took my mother away and he's like mine too you know and we start to see and seeing katara like you know like be like oh my gosh like she's gonna use her her sacred water to like heal his scar right and and him talking about that too was like where he's like i used to think that that defined me but mm-hmm. I realized that I get to pick my destiny, you know, and just because this is here doesn't mean that my fate is sealed, right? And this, like, mm-hmm. wisdom that he's come into. And then just, uh, like, we were talking in the last episode about, like, him being, like, seeing these triggers that he hasn't really worked through yet, you yeah. know? He's on his way, but, like, he was thrown into it way too quick, you know, without, like, being able to reconcile mm-hmm. that. Sees Aang and immediately reverts back to bad Zuko and uh, like the look on Iroh's face like was Katara's face and Katara's face everyone incredible everyone is so deeply disappointed with Zuko in this episode and rightfully so and I do like that we get the recognition of that like we get it's complicated yeah it's complicated for a lot of people but uh what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like, like as why would you do that? <laughs> just like fucked up and like maybe even made the wrong decision and known it was the wrong decision, but just needed to make it anyway because of just something inside of you that just needs to know what happens. It, it, yeah. Like, it, especially if like what you want is just so close. And so I just, I appreciate seeing Zuko make the wrong fucking decision here. And it's such a 180. It is literally, and, this and is you the best want version. To, yeah. Every single time I want him to make the other decision. Every, every time. single time I'm like, no, Zuko, don't do it. 
Don't do it, Zuko. Like we see the very best version of Zuko. It could be over right now, Zuko. But and it's he... so devastating because, like, yeah. just, like that that transition, you know. And I, it's so much more complex. Like as an adult looking at this and how this works and how it manifests, right? But like, yeah, I love. I also love. Like, I hate that he makes this decision, but I also love it because, like. I've been in positions where I yeah. made the absolute wrong decision. That like the path to just healing because... is not linear. Yeah. Right? Yes. And... Like sometimes it's just like I know that this is not the right decision, but this would comfort me in mm -hmm. like <laughs> even like the yeah. shortest term way possible, I... and still just <sighs> wanting to do that. And so it's just like I get it, Zuko. Yeah. Well, I also like that in terms of like. Like you said, he sees Aang and suddenly he reverts, but it's also the the same thing in Azula, the opportunity the opportunity of of this moment. Yeah. Zuko recognizes how close they are and what they can do here yeah. as something that the family never has done. And in this moment, he is he like like this he knows that his dad will never love him. He knows that yeah, he's never yeah. going to get his honor back but he has in to the try. eyes of his father. But he, exactly, he's right there to do the thing with his sister that nobody in their family has ever done. And they have it. And they're yeah. right here. And they know the weaknesses of the opponent in this one moment. He can't help but at least be like, yeah, fuck it. Mm -hmm. Let's do it. Yeah. And Fine. Azula, Fine. too. Like, I, I think it's also interesting because we've seen <laughs> Azula step over fucking everybody in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> and in this yeah. moment, like, she could use Zuko to, like, kill, um, to, to kill everybody and then go and turn on him, right? But I do think that there's a part of Azula that still loves him and wants to be a family as much of a bitch as she is Agreed. to him. <laughs> and so I really, because, like, she's not mean to him in this episode and that's the first time mm -hmm. and she's like i need you brother we can do this for our family right and um and i think that's really really fucking cool to see her yeah, like cool. still be like i need you brother like and my f my favorite part of that whole conversation that she has with him mm -hmm. well just like the way she treats him throughout the episode is after the fact after Zuko turns yes, on yes, Katara, yes, yes. on Aang, on Uncle Iroh, he's standing at the throne next to her and is like, did I do the right thing? Like, fuck, mm -hmm. like, what did I do? And he's like, do you think father will, uh, will say, like, do you, yeah. do you think I'll have that honor restored? And she's like, it doesn't matter if he does like, any you of that. Did yeah. it. You, you did this. We did this. Yeah. So it does not matter what he says. Because you are capable and you prove that today, even though it's the wrong thing. It is an earnest response. And I know that mm -hmm. Azula is all about manipulation, but this does feel like a but very earnest. Like... I have definitely looked back and like rewound and watched again and rewound and watched again and kind of asked myself, like, is azula just manipulating zuko here because i don't think it is like i yeah. agree with i don't Jess. think so i i yeah. think that there is that azula is and she sees this as just like logical she doesn't see it as an emotional thing but it's just like logical like yeah it would be strong for us both to be able to come back and say that we did this. Mm -hmm. yeah. That, like, With you know, even though people. I know I created this and, like, you know, made it happen and stuff, like, I I'm still a princess and there's still people that can, like, dismiss me. Um, and I think we do see a little bit of, like, the logic of this um, next season once we get to it. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, like I think she sees it as logical, but I do think there's a part of Azula that's like, and it probably wouldn't be a bad thing to have my it, brother back. He <laughs> has been gone for three years. Yeah. And even though I kind of hate him, you know, with Zuko gone, there's no lightning rod for um <laughs> criticism. I can't use I can't use him as a scapegoat. Yes. Like if I bring him back, not only is it twofold of the kids came back and did the impossible. Yeah. Secondarily, when things inevitably go wrong and they have to then receive the ire of their father once more like they do yeah. every day, 
Zuko is going to be the receptor of all of that ire. Yeah. She's Zula. And She's daddy's favorite girl. She's the next in line. Yeah. And he and could be useful. I think it's really interesting when she, because like, uh, like you, I was like kind of like sitting, like I paused it and I like kind of it's, like sat yeah. because like she uses a line where she says like you, you can have your freedom, right? And like, mm. you know, usually that's like a baited line from Azula, like you're saying, right? Like where she yeah. is, that's, you know, just manipulation where we know that nobody's free in Azula's crutches or clutches right but like but for her like you're saying like her logic and like you know she thinks that this that she is free and she's free to do whatever she she wants but ultimately she is still like bound by patriarchy and bound by um by the fire nation and her daddy's wishes and wills and all of this like she is uh, she is not free at all and but exactly. to her that's oh. what that's what she's been told that that looks like and so she's and like here, Zuko you oh get this God. too like you can be free and um and I think that's such a cool interesting conversation yeah it's also why that whole moment is my favorite because Zuko for the first time is getting this earnestness from Azula mm-hmm. like yeah we did it brother lying. She's not lying, and they really did this thing. And suddenly, he is met with the emotions, the emotional d- deluge of what this should mean to him, mm-hmm. right? This shouldn't mean, I fucking did it, Dad. Like, I did, like, yeah. we did it. I, I'm so sick. Like, this is the thing that Iroh couldn't yeah. do, mm-hmm. right? They did it. And he's sitting in this. And he does not feel good about it. Mm-hmm. So it's the first time yeah. that like this should be the apex of of success for for him mm-hmm. and like everything that he wanted. Fuck the Avatar. Mm-hmm. This is bigger than the Avatar yeah. for the Fire mm-hmm. Nation for yeah. his family. And he's sitting in this, and he doesn't feel good. He doesn't yeah. feel happy. He doesn't feel elated. There is no positive anything and when he's when she says like you'll be free there's a level of me that like i he's probably thinking no i won't like yeah this isn't freedom right this is we're we're pawns in this like this like yes this yeah. is the big thing but like this means nothing if even really if even if they're pawns don't. like he is never going to be free from the look that iroh gives him Ever, exactly on, and he, in his he, fucking he, life oh, even after like after season three that is always going to be i think that look that moment is what is always yes. going to keep him grounded at like moving forward and making sure that you know he's going to try to like help the fire nation rebuild and you know make sure that they atone yeah. for the the harm that they've caused or like you know try to help rebuild because that he never wants his uncle yeah. or anybody speaking else to give him shame. that look. Yeah, speaking, speaking of shame, shame, fucking deep shame. Oh my God, I, I would cry if yeah. I ever looked at me like that. Oh my God, like, are you kidding me? <laughs> you um, actually yeah, made Iroh firebend at you, which we know yeah. takes a lot. He often does not choose to firebend if, mm-hmm. and he only ever does it if he absolutely needs to. Um, let's, yeah, it's just... Oh yeah, talk about the fight. Mm. Oh, I mean, I, I. Do you want to talk about all the fights or like the big, big fight at the end? Because uh, oh, big, big fight. Because like oh, okay. Katara oh, was like, another fight. Yeah, oh, go, sorry, ahead. go ahead. I, I just want, I just want to point out one thing. Mm-hmm. Uncle Iroh, um, can contender this scene contender for hottest he's ever been. Um, in the scene when he comes in, uh. They're caught. Him and uh, Zuko are essentially caught Ooh. by the Dai Li. They've been captured because yes. it was like, "Fuck you guys, mm. whatever." Um, what he says? What does he say? He's like, "Azula, have I ever told you the story of how yes. I earned the nickname the Dragon of the West?" Yeah, and he uh, he takes his tea, takes a sip, and uses the breath of fire to just wash fire a firewall over everyone in the room and it is so fuck like he is so hot like literally figuratively the whole just like him casually walking into the this dangerous situation be like did i ever tell you this story about this anyways (laughs) you're just like oh my god he's so cool the way they escape they run out and he just like blasts through the wall and jumps down he's like come on come on let's go like we got out we got out come on zuko let's do it um it's so cute and so fun and i love it i'm obsessed with it uh iroh forever yes Uh, iroh like yeah yeah 
Also, like, him, like, really going to bat for his boy, right? Like, because he's like, look, I know Zuko sucks, but he's mm-hmm. changing and you got to give him a chance. And so, like, yeah. for him to, like, stand up to, like, Avatar and be like, yo, my boy is okay. Trust yeah. me, it's going to be fine. And then to have yeah. what happens, like, he like he's mm-hmm. just so fucking pissed. It oh, my God. is so... Mad Iroh? Pissed Iroh just, like... Oh. I yeah. mean, okay. I'd never, no. never, never. No, no, no. It's it's the literal definition of like I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Like yeah. how piercing that can be. Ugh. Where he's like, you know what? I, I'm not. Mad. How could I be mad? This is like literally your family. But I, I'll never, I'll never like I expect the level choice. that I once did. Yeah. You made your choice, and I'll never see you that way again. Oh, I, I think that like, the, that it's yeah. I'm mad and I'm disappointed. Yeah, I think it's yeah. there's, there's, because like there's that both. that look is not like yeah, like you're uh, that look is like let your murderous sister, you fucking idiot, and is my like... murderous brother win a <laughs> war. Yeah. It's also, yeah. And so he that feels whole like fight... he failed in that moment, right? Because, like, yeah. like, Iroh has tried so hard to make him a good person. And he was right there. He see, he mm. saw it. He's like, this is my Zuko. This is it. Yeah. And then to have him make a fucking damn fool of him, just like. It's so annoying. Yeah. Like, and I get it. Like, we've talked about. But it's so fucking annoying. Like, because, again, l- let's get into the fight. Like. The way that this happens is uh, is Katara uh, gets thrown into the Emerald Cove, the Emerald like mm-hmm. caves underneath the city, um, and her and Zuko have a moment where she's like, "Hey, fuck you! You suck, and you're chasing us, and we hate you, and like, what the fuck? And like, your family killed my mom." He's like, "Yeah, my family killed my mom too." Yeah, I like I'm. Mm-hmm. I'm equally as fucked over by this these bad bad people, yeah. and I'm trying my best to change so much so that she like he starts talking about his scar and how it like is a representation yeah. of like the pain and all of this stuff and we're getting deep like everything we had talked about previously about like when he had that nightmare and like the first thing he goes for is the thing that reminds him of who he is intently this big scar he's talking about like what the scar represents to him and how like he just wants like a fresh start like he doesn't want to be in this shadow of the fire nation and Katara is like, hey, King, I have this water that um actually might fix that. I've hated you oh, for God. years, yes. and I'm so close to will, I'm so closely willing to give you this sacred, sacred thing because you're showing this even minuscule amount of like empathy yeah. and 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 regret for the things that you've done. And you're just watching this all happen, and then obviously Iroh and 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 Aang show up, and like you said, something switches in Zuko where he's like, "Oh fuck, I'm gonna fight!" Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's a losing game from that point forward, and then the fight happens, and yeah. fucking here we go. We. I'm sorry, Jessica. What were you gonna say? Oh no, my my first thing is like. Katara, like, I love that she, you know, anytime she's been, like, trying to hurt people, it's been, like, trying to hurt her dis- or, like, you know, like, get them out of the way or She is gonna fucking kill Azula. Like, yes. that I was water. Like, the best thing that comes out yeah. of this story is knowing that the only one who can go toe-to-toe, one-on-one with Azula is Katara. Yeah. Every yep. single time, Azula and... thinks she's such a badass. Mm-hmm. And then, like, just like all, all with water too. Like she just like yes. sends like this wave of water, like a literal buzz saw, and she barely yes. like seeing Azula Don't just barely come out of the way, and her hair like getting Katara. chopped off that was in the way. <sighs> I was like, but like Katara oh was God. the first. To give Azula an uneven haircut. Yeah. Like. Oh. Oh. Yeah. I love that. I, I love that. I, and you know Azula remembers that. Oh, like, yes. there's no way someone who is no as deadly and as accurate as Azula doesn't remember mm-hmm. that time a razor blade wave I, pushed I mean, by her face and cut the, her fucking hair. The yeah. Craziest oh. thing. Is, can you imagine? Yeah, if she hadn't stepped away, it would have cut her in half. Like it would have cut her mm-hmm. face off. Yeah, like quite literally. And Katara would, have... would not have felt bad about it. 
No. no. She'd be like, oh, and good. It, one down. Let's also just, rip apart Zuko. Let's go, Zuko. Yeah. yeah. Zuko's next, you fucking asshole. And the hardest part to me is she literally has her, right? Yeah. Katara has her. Mm. She does a fucking full water pseudo mech suit. Yeah. And like yes. whips it, whips one of the arms onto <laughs> Azula and then another arm. And she's struggling. Yeah. She's yeah. immobilized. Yeah. She is. She's done. It's done. Give her a moment to freeze that shit. Break both. She's lost two limbs. She's out. She's done. She's gone. It's over. Yeah. No questions asked. And that's when fucking Zuko jumps in and is like, yeah. and because cuts it in also, half. Like, and oh Aang was kind of useless in this fight. Kind yeah. Of, yeah. Because he's all unbalanced. Like, mm. he ran up, like, he, one, he's feeling guilt because he ran away from unblocking his chakra. Yeah. So that like, blocked another chakra. All he had to do was like <laughs> meditate a little bit longer to get the power that he needed. And he's a fucking monk. He should have been able to do it, but he just did it. And so he's just like, he's not super effective fighting Zuko because Zuko is like, super zoomed in on oh i just have to do this like little bit to get what i want and so zuko is like rage monster kind of azula is azula um and then like daily agents are catching up with them mm-hmm. uh it's well i think <laughs> it's, Z- like yeah. so ang something that i think is really subtle about his character in this is like mm-hmm. we see him start to block all of the chakras again the first thing he does is yes. lie and yes. then he starts to feel and he's already feeling uh guilt about leaving he's feeling uh or shame about leaving and not yeah. being able to like you know go cosmic because he wants to go save katara guilt's about leaving katara in a vulnerable position right like yeah. so he all of his chakras one by one are closing up and he's just kind of useless um and it's yeah. so subtle and i think it's so cool um, that's not yeah. even that's not even something that i'd recognize that is cool that's really cool yes but um, but yeah, if it weren't for Zuko in this moment, like his sister would have been dead. You know, the she, the yeah. Avatar would have yeah. won. And like, and so him, uh, and I don't think Zuko was was emotionally ready, obviously, to face you know yeah. his sister and his, like you know, and like his whole hopes and dreams and the Avatar. Yeah. But I don't. I also don't think he would ever be ready to see Azula die. You know, yeah. or yeah. and I don't think even uh, even change Zuko like, you know, mm-hmm. in season three, I don't think he would let that happen. You know, he yeah. he ultimately is a soft boy. He doesn't want to hurt or kill anybody like he will defend himself and his <sighs> people and his friends. But like he yeah. doesn't want to kill anybody, which is wild yeah. because like we're seeing him, you know, when he makes that decision. Like, he's so conflicted in that. And we see him firebend like we've never seen him firebend. Yeah. Like, he has this fire whip that, he's going, that is giant and huge and long. Like, and, you know, um, we, you know, firebending, as we know, is like really connected to your emotions and you need to control it. And he's just out of control right yeah. now because yeah. he doesn't know. He just like betrayed his uh, his uncle and his family mm. and everything he was starting like what he thought he wanted for what he thought he wanted and does he actually want that so he's just out of control right now yeah And here's here's my like as we're talking about this, like I'm just thinking about like what if he didn't turn on Katara? Like that's it. If he if he didn't, yeah. But here's also the thing: is if he didn't, Azula probably would have died, like we mm-hmm. talked about, because she wouldn't have Team, stopped. She wouldn't have stopped. And the thing is, is then I don't think Team Avatar would ever win because Zuko would be forever changed, and this yeah. would be. The moment where he's like, fuck them, and I'm never stopping until they're dead. Yeah. And mm, Ozai yeah. would then be 
I'm I'm this is for Azula. I'm doing this for my yeah. daughter. And that's a whole nother level of rage and a whole nother level of energy that I don't think they would be able to well, stop. And I don't, yeah. I if think that happened, they would lose. I could they see would lose. Zuko <laughs> kill, like, letting that happen and then just like disappearing from the world or unaliving himself or something, just being or so like, lost in that moment. And then Ozai having that rage of you killed my fucking baby. And uh, it, yeah. Yeah. Despite all the death they've caused, like it would just, it would be, it's it's Azula. Like Azula can't. Yeah. She's the one. So the cataclysmic <sighs> effects of that moment would, I, I mean, it would be a losing game. Like I mean, That's I'm really thinking smart. about yeah, it. it I'm happy any other it way. Couldn't have happened any other way because this is the only way. Because um, then Zuko gets the moment to be like, wait, I'm doing the wrong thing. I did the wrong thing. And now I'm going to do the right yeah. thing. And on top of that, Ozai is not going to be bothered. He's not going to see anything coming and therefore he's going to be weaker. So it's going to yeah. be an easier, you know, it's just a whole thing. But like, oh, thinking about that, I'm like, I, they would lose. It would be so, so wildly difficult. Yeah, oh. absolutely. I remember when I was first watching this episode and like the moment when Aang is like, he sees like the tides of the fight changing. Like now that all the Dali have shown up, he sees like Katara like ready to go into like demon mode and like really kill everybody. <laughs> I think is what would have happened <laughs> if she was allowed to continue. Yeah. Um, I don't think they would have taken her down, not without her taking everybody else down with her. Um, yeah. but like, so at first I'm watching and like Aang essentially is just like, oh shit, I guess I do need, um, the avatar power. Let me just like cheat real quick. And so like he makes his own like little crystal tint yeah. so he can meditate real quick. And I remember thinking at first, I'm like, this is not super realistic. So he could just like go back and get the power that he wanted. And so like you see just like the very traditional like power up sequence. He gets this <laughs> moment to himself. <laughs> he meditates. He's reconnecting with um, uh, magical space magic Aang. Um, and like he's powering up, powering up. And it's, it's like I, every single time I watch it, I keep thinking maybe it won't happen this time because <laughs> like, you get totally caught up with his power up. You get totally caught up with being like, oh shit, the Avatar is about to come out and kill everybody. And then so, of course, if you are a super genius like Azula, yeah. you're not going to let that happen. Mm-hmm. yeah and like I mean that was so like we've already seen her genius right where she's like yeah like just puts down the daily and she's just like yeah they're they know that I'm coming out on top you're you're done yeah. right like every every oh, moment so like perfect every opportunity she doesn't like wait she like sees it and she fucking takes it and that's why she's yeah you know, she gets where she that's is right she's the best. so this like yeah. I mean ever like Aang is like oh I'm gonna take a time out to power up and she's like cool me too <laughs> What's up, right? And like, and Aang isn't thinking about that because he's not strategic, right? Like, he's no. like, so especially not now. Right now, for, he's on emotion. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's just taking for granted that all of the people he's fighting are just gonna wait for him to get this ultimate power. Yeah, I mean, granted, no. does he look sick in his Digimon Tron power up <laughs> crystal suit? Yeah, he looks tight yeah. as fuck. He looks so cool. He looks like an unbeatable like, NASCAR like, driver. Like he's Sailor so Mo- cool. Moon moment. Yeah, yeah, his yeah. he's great. Yeah, but it doesn't change the fact that again, they're not gonna wait for it. Like, yeah. he's. This changes nothing. You just changed your costume. In like, a real fight, you don't <laughs> wait for your enemy to power up. And you know that, in fact, that moment is when they're the most vulnerable because yeah. they're distracted. And Azula he was just hanging too. in the air, people. Of course I'm going to shoot him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. It's just... Oh, it makes sense, and it is. It happens the way it happens. Yeah, I mean, granted, every time I still... wish it doesn't, and then it does. <laughs> yeah, because we do get some really cool, like just in general sequences, like Aang jumping from like 
um uh what is the the thing like the stalagmite stalag stalactite or stalagmite yeah. yeah. whichever the, one is the hanging the, one yeah the yeah. hanging one yeah him jumping from each one and then cutting one and like kicking off and like ch- like these moments are just sick as fuck like they're so cool a lot of the other fighting elements just it's it's a fantastic fight it's so sick it's so cool yes um yeah, yeah. But, but i, I mean, didn't realize we didn't no. talk about azula on the throne um, yeah, no, I want to go back to that because I also want to talk about the girls. Uh, I want to talk about her girls and how, like, Ty Lee is just like, oh, my God, I love you so much. Oh, my God, you're so great. Like, she's, I've never, like, we've never seen her she's this starry eyed. She's like, oh, my God, we did it. We fucking did it. You did it. You did it. You, it's you. And, like, this is such a big feat. My girlfriend. I mean, my best yeah. friend. This is such a big feat that even May, like, we've never seen May smile, I don't think. But May, yeah. like, kind of has a smile. And she's like, oh, my God, she's you like did this. That's she so like, cool. Oh like, I love that so much. The throne of the Earth King. um yes like there's that perfect moment with like so she gets long fang out of jail he thinks that like he is gonna turn the tables on her and it's like literally oh it's so perfect like her back is to him and he was like so this is when i betray you and she like looks over her shoulder is like is that what's happening here Hmm. she's it's literally like, sweetie and Aww. yeah and so like long thing so he gives the daily an order and they don't move and he's like what now and she was like oh they don't know who's gonna win they don't know who's gonna be sitting on that throne but i know and you know and then she sits on the <sighs> fucking throne <sighs> And I'm just like, I mean, (laughs) never in my life will I be in this exact situation. But I'd like to think that if I was, I would do it exactly like Azula. Yeah. She was like, oh, we don't even have to fight because we know who would win that fight. And then Eric and I would be on the side. We would be on the side and be like, oh, my God, Amber, you're like the coolest. Oh, my God. You just did that. Like. Yeah, she's she is so like the confidence just it's I don't think it's intentionally insidious, but like it is so just like I want to be it's so she's everything like every little girl should like aspire to be just like like, like, I know who's strongest here and you know who's strongest here. Are we going to play this or are you going to listen like like. Like, as soon as he's like, oh, yeah, we're betraying you, and none of the Daily agents move. <gasps> oh, my Smokey. God. Smokey. How cute. Sweet baby. Yes, he just walked in here, and he was like, what are you doing? Mommy. Oh. So cute. Listeners, Amber is a... just brought um, her most wonderful <laughs> little pup here, and so I'm sorry we need to have a moment. It's yeah, it is a smoky appreciation. Yes, smoky is like, what are you doing? <laughs> You're talking about the show. You're a star, <laughs> Smoky. You're a star. Oh, so sweet. What were we saying? Um, no, I w- I was just saying the moment when, uh. Uh, Long Fang is like, oh yeah, I'm. We're betraying you, and mm-hmm. none of the Daily agents move. Yeah, and <coughs> and Zula's just like, oh, that's really interesting. So here's the thing that you did wrong. We can go over that right now. And then secondly, <laughs> if you did want to fight me, do remember everything that I've done thus far. So mm-hmm. as far as step two goes, do you even want to like go through this, or are we done here? And yeah. he's like, what, what, what? She's like, okay, cool. We're done here. Goodbye. Goodbye. See you later. And he like bows and he goes, her and he's like, all right. Mm-hmm. You're right. It's so, goes, it is so much. Ma- it's like. beating me at my own game. It's and boss as hell. It's so sick. She and then she says. In his face. She says, you weren't even a player. And I was like. You weren't even I a fucking like, player. 
Oh my god, like, that's the, the thing is, that's true. It's so true. It's, it's true. true. You little small man. You, you small thought man. You were so clever. Yeah. <laughs> you mean you mean like, nothing to me. This means nothing to me. She came up with a plan for the coup, and it worked. I mean, it's amazing. It's incredible. I like. I can't handle how she's just so scary and cool and like and perfect. Yeah. Ugh, and God. that is why Tylee is deeply in love with her. Yeah. I, I mean, it. it makes sense. Deeply, completely in love with her. Yeah. We all would be, we'd be like, yeah. oh my God, she has everything. Do I want to be her or do I want to be with her? A classic yeah. case. Classic. Classic. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's the, it's the, it's the quintessential gay conundrum. Oh, do I want do I want to be them, be with them, or just fuck them? What is I mean, it? Like, there's something there, and I don't know what it is exactly. I'm gonna figure it out soon. Yeah, it's, it's or one maybe of those, I won't though. figure it out, and I'll just <laughs> yeah. like, be in this area uh, forever. Yeah, I'll just yes. be in this little triangle yeah. for however long. Um, so, oh no! Oh, I was just gonna say. Um, uh, on the note of her and her girls, one of my favorite moments of this episode, a uh, silly little moment where May just like gives up the bear she's like whatever just take the fucking bear i don't care oh <laughs> like, yeah <laughs> again uh chaotic neutral may um i'm obsessed <laughs> yeah because it's like oh we have to get the bear and it's like oh the bear's just here we're I not like not gonna cat, we don't that fucking yeah bear. we don't have the bear take she's the like, bear this is you not worth go. my energy or my time like go ahead whatever yeah. yeah why does your bear have anything to do with us take him you're leaving mm-hmm. you're on your way out go um, and so this is sort of where things wrap up for book two is they hop on Appa and yeah. Katara thankfully didn't use her water uh, on fucking Zuko. Yeah, because, because fuck him. guess what? Aang was dead. Aang, Aang was, was like dead. fucking dead. Yeah. Aang was like out of the Avatar state. Yeah, dead, dead, there was dead. almost a new Avatar. <laughs> right. Yeah, that, that Avatar soul... <laughs> Already halfway across the Earth Kingdom, like flying, yeah, flying, flying about it. on its way. Yeah, <laughs> like and so she, she brought him back from the dead. Like, yeah, she supercharges the water. She puts it into his spine with a wound where he got shot is, and we watch the air on his head kind of glint wound. together. And yeah, uh, he's back. And then as they're flying out of the Earth Kingdom, the Earth King says, "The Earth Kingdom has fallen." Um. And we're sort of left with the questions of what's going to happen as Azula. I mean, Azula did it. She took over fucking Earth Kingdom. Yeah. Earth Kingdom's gone. It's the yeah. Fire Nation now. Um, so suddenly the biggest kingdom is gone. Of her coup, like technically in the history of the Earth Kingdom, Azula is listed as one of the rulers of the Earth Kingdom because she was yeah. sitting on the throne during this time. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Yep. Which is ass. fucking wild. Like, Ooh. it's great. Yeah, yeah, like wild. Yes. Um, wild. But yeah, it's a dark ending. Mm-hmm. You don't think, like, after all, all of that growth that they were going to lose, but they lose and they lose bad. And that's why the last episode was such a good penultimate episode because we're seeing, like, all right, this is what everybody, like, you know, is this is where they're headed this is who they want to be you know this is oh but it's not gonna work oh it doesn't it fails miserably holy shit we see everybody lose everything um everyone thinks that the hard part is over yeah and suddenly at the end of this episode they're kind of back to even worse arguably from where they started Mm -hmm. to some degree yeah and just these three seasons are just so well balanced where like the first season you see so much lightheartedness um but you see like oh well maybe we can like play and still beat all the bad guys but in this second season they had to like take us over some real rough terrain to be like yeah it is it's fun and cute that like we've been able to play and still like not be murdered but that's not gonna <laughs> cut it 
Mm-hmm. Like you need yeah. to really deal with these deep things that are coming because season three is just all hard part. And what <laughs> it's, is it just, that, it's all hard what is it in that season three. Iroh says, Iroh says something to, um, I'm not sure if it's to Aang or to Zuko, but he basically says like power and all of that is great, but like, that's not what it's about essentially is like the line that he says Mm -hmm. um and like that that's kind of like that's true for everybody in this moment you know like um like you could uh yeah um Iroh's great also I like the the moment like you're smart to choose love and connection right Um, yeah what are you saying to Aang yeah and I also like that like the start of this episode for Iroh is he's so excited to go and serve the Earth King tea where and like he has that moment where he tells Zuko he's like I thought I was gonna be here as like a conqueror and as this and now I'm here Mm. to serve this person and I couldn't be more elated that this is the capacity that I made it here um, I'm happy I failed essentially is what he said and Zuko is like yeah. yeah buddy I got you and then at the very end to have like to have it you know mm. like that's where that episode starts like the the journey yeah. for Iroh is like you Nothing. know and yeah Zuko standing next to the throne mm-hmm. his uncle it's... in jail um and yeah and Zuko is just like something is terribly wrong but it's so conflicted because yeah. he was like, I'm getting what I want, but it's it's wrong. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I don't get it. <laughs> and he has to learn how to reconcile that. Like how to, yeah. this is what I thought I wanted and I have it all. And it's going to be hard for, it's never easy to walk away from things and to walk away from things that you thought you wanted and everybody around you thought that you wanted. Like it's admitting that you're wrong, which is not his strong suit. Um, But like also like admitting to himself. So like while Aang is going through all of these chakras, right? Like again, like I mean, really another parallel between him and Zuko, he couldn't let go of that attachment, that like negative attachment that he had to um to Aang, right? And to or yeah. even to like his family, right? Like he couldn't let go of that attachment to really make it to where um he needed to be. So of course he reverted and everything just came crumbling down, you know, where Aang yeah. was able to rise above and be the person that he yeah. needed to be for himself and for his friends. Uh, Zuko was not able to to unlock that final chakra and so it shut yeah. everything up. Yeah, and they're both kind of like, oh my god, what have I done at the end of this? Yeah. Um, and it's it's intense. It is. I um I I wonder if like Guru Patik like could feel it in any kind of way to because like his life, he has spent his whole entire life waiting essentially for Aang. Like he might have felt like a failure in some sense because he wasn't able to like lead Aang to the power that he needed. Um, I also, don't know. Like he I, let down his maybe friend. Patek maybe would see it as like, but he got what he needed because exactly. he. If he would have gotten all of the Avatar power and he could use it however he wanted in that fight, it would have, again, just led to Azula being murdered. Mm-hmm. And then the war definitely doesn't end. Then then it's forever. Then it, yeah. like, it solidifies the grudge and the, the, the smoldering intensity of, like, stalwartness that the fire nation has like yeah. we are right objectively and it would for to them be evidence that reinstills that notion. which is also yeah. wild because we're asking all of the other nations who has lost who have lost mothers fathers children sons and everything yeah. to forget that when we're placing you know and fire nation yeah. places it, so much more it, emphasis yeah. on azula's death so like it's the Fire Nation is not capable it's, of that. I, um, no. Ozai is not capable of that, right? Yeah. But like, but it's it's when you put it into that perspective, like you know, Azula, the princess, like is going to you know in this scenario, like everybody's done for because like the the war never ends. But yeah. 
all the other nations have to like put aside that pain like you know like jet hat and everything and i think that that's something else that this show really does well is it's like having to reconcile those feelings and face like your like your nation killed my mom you know you prince zuko your family killed my mother you know um and it's really the younger generation that is going to like learn how to move past these things in order to move forward um the future like the future generations literally are going to save the world um and it's by not following in their parents footsteps and not holding on to these stupid grudges and like to these like you know shitty like you know harmful ways that we're just like oh we do this like because this is what we've always done right like we're seeing the this generation fundamentally question and reject that um which i think is really cool yeah yeah i do i do want to end on something that you guys both brought up and it's one thing that i think is one of my favorite ira moments completely it is that moment again that he's walking up to serve the the earth king tea Mm -hmm. and it's just the recognition of like the way he's so curious about the world like wow isn't it isn't it interesting that like i'm finally here this place that i always wanted to be but in the complete opposite circumstance and i couldn't be happier yeah it is the recognition of like people's ability to change and the recognition of the 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 capacity of which that we all have that goodness inside of us and we all have that strength we just have to find it Mm -hmm. and i think that that's like the best i it's just i think it's the coolest thing it's something so small but it is really just like so impactful and meaningful because it is so true like yeah He'll never forget what he did, but ultimately he's just like, I, I couldn't be more grateful that I'm here under these circumstances. Yeah. Like this is this is just and it's not even like I'm so proud of myself. It's just yeah. I'm so thankful that life has given me the opportunity to be here like this and not here like that. Yeah. Whatever it meant for me to get here, that's up to whatever. It's all circumstantial. I'm just saying presently, now in this moment, I'm so grateful that this is the present moment and i just it's just more wisdom from iroh i think just reinstilling the fact that he is so spiritually connected and so good like foundationally good and as we like move into the next book where i feel like a lot of a lot of what that book has to do with is that sort of finding the resonance of like that circumstance especially for zuko obviously team avatar is going to go on to continue but like after today after this moment it's really like zuko has to find that in the same way yeah yeah you know it's just cool yeah totally um everybody suffered at least a little bit in this uh episode but it's all (laughs) necessary suffering Mm -hmm. yeah i mean maybe everybody but azula She's getting yeah. it. Yeah. Oh my god. Azula's She's doing She's... good. Um... <laughs> She's doing her best work. <laughs> yeah. She is shining. She is yeah. firing on all cylinders. She is like shining, she is... shimmering. Splendid. Jesus. Yeah, yes. literally. Yeah. Ugh. I bet her and Tylee go for like a whole magic carpet right after. Ugh. Oh my god. Can you imagine? Yes. That would be so cute. Ah. Yes. Um, okay. Wow. Y'all, we did it. Um, everybody who's been listening thus far, happy one year to us on the podcast. Yay. Happy closing of book two um, for The Last Airbender. It's been such a joy. Thank you for joining us on this journey. And thank you for being here on our season two finale of yes. The Momos and the Oppas. Yes. yes. We will be back in a couple of weeks, uh, probably are we taking a break? Or yeah. In or some no. Yeah, we're going to take a break. Of weeks. We're, we'll, we'll be back in some number we'll of weeks. We'll be back eventually. Know. Just stay subscribed <laughs> so you'll be the first yes. to know. Um, yeah. We are coming back, uh, but yeah, we're going to take a breather. Love breathing. Love breathing. Um, music and editing <laughs> by Eric Lefebvre. <laughs> Our artwork by David Tercero, who also loves oh. breathing. 
Yeah. Please do not forget to rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. And in this interim of time between book two and book three, tell all your friends about it. Yeah. It's great. And we're going to come back it's and good stuff. they can catch up. It's good stuff. We're so happy you're here and we want more people to be here with us as well. Truly. So thank you. Truly. Uh, and just remember that um, all of us have so many different stages in our lives. Like Uncle Ira was a war criminal, but he was mm-hmm. also the best tea maker in Ba Sing Se. And he really was. So explore serve. all parts of yourself. Mm-hmm. But maybe not war criminalness. I mean, yeah, if you are currently leave, a war criminal, that maybe turn away from that. <laughs> so feel free to explore um, yourself with moderation. More um, tea. Yeah. More tea murder. exploration. Yeah. Totally. More tea than murder. Yeah. Um, um, we'll see you next season. <laughs> bye. We love you so much. Bye. 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 Oh my gosh. So much fun. So much fun. Oh my gosh, Good. love, love Bye. you. Yes, blowjobs for everybody. Thank you for <laughs> blowjobs all around. This podcast has been brought to you by the Nostalgia Network. Visit thenotstalgianetwork.com for more. Don't you hate when you're watching one of your favorite movies and think, whoa, that didn't age well? Or when you see a reboot of your childhood fave and think, did we really need this? Honestly, same. same. That's why we started the Nostalgia Podcast. A podcast where we discuss the retelling or continuation of pop culture favorites as seen through a queer and feminist lens. That's Jessica Tercero. And that's Eric Lefebvre. Come join us for our bi-weekly conversations about pop culture reboots centered around things like The patriarchy Systemic racism Harmful stereotypes and overgeneralizations And really just distinguishing when people just need to sit this one out. Listen in on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or anywhere you get your podcasts. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, or YouTube. That's Nostalgia, spelled N-O-T-S-T-A-L-G-I-A. Get it? Not nostalgia. Like nostalgia, but with an extra T, so it's like not nostalgia. <laughs> Follow us for fun, critical conversations about media. And remember, stay cute. And stay critical. Bye! Bye.